coming. Mark will be like, and think, um, uh, which is the best part about having podcasts is you can always just <laughs> yes. <listen. laughs> So it's different. Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. Welcome everybody to 21-ish minutes. I'd like to introduce our hosts, Carly McNaughton. Hello. And Casey Miller. Hello. And we have a very special guest today, the dynamic Julie Seathouse. Hi, everybody. Sometimes known Julie Freaking Seathouse. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Freaking Seathouse. <laughs> like after is... that, there needed to be like an applause. Like I almost started <laughs> yeah. clapping, and I was like, ooh, yeah, that's a little can weird. Can you insert that in? Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. We can dub that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crowd roars. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing today, Julie? I am doing great. Yes. Thanks. Happy to be in the presence of all of you. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in your week? Any upside, downside, or upside down that you'd like to talk about? Well, just closed a very, very, very challenging deal, so there's an upside and a downside to that. Uh-huh. Um, spent a lot of time on it while I was on vacation, which is, you know, that happens. It's the way so it is. You pay the extra minutes while you were in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> International <laughs> service. It, it was fine, but that's awesome. And um, helped a friend get under contract that I really haven't been in touch with much for about 15 years, and well, that's Moving cool. back to Billings, it was really cool. I actually met him the same way I met Mark Dawson. He won a Outstanding Alumni Award at MSU Billings. Right. Isn't that cool? I remember when Julie called me about this. I was like, I graduated in 1990. This is 2007. Has anybody graduated that has a job in that time? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything noteworthy? Is there anything else exciting going on? <laughs> the number you could find. <laughs> I guess I failed to introduce that Julie is a real estate agent, one of the top agents in, in Montana. True. We've been yeah. guilty of assuming everybody knows you, but <laughs> everywhere we go with you, everybody knows you. Yes, that's true. Uh, I can't go out to dinner with her without her knowing ten people there, and my <laughs> my antisocial self is like, hello, and then I just <laughs> go sit down and let Head her do down. her thing. <laughs> her husband's a strong man. It takes a brave guy to marry her. <laughs> In so many ways. <laughs> might be the understatement of the year. Also antisocial. <laughs> Sean and I will go to the table while you and my husband just go linger yeah. around to talk to people. Yeah. Casey's husband's the friendliest person I've ever met. I think he could take a plane flight and get put next to a stranger. If it was over two and a half hours, he'd be asked to be in that person's wedding. For sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's you, though. Yeah. For sure, just like you. Well, if you like him. Yeah. Like, yeah. It depends on the day, I guess. Julie's a little pickier. With, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. I have pretty high done. standards for who I want to be friends with. <laughs> you guys are the lucky ones. <laughs> Just made the cut. Should you give me a, a hypothetical invitation? Hey, I'm inviting these people I really like to this, but if some people can't go, would you be available that day? <laughs> so it's like a backup invite. Like, yeah, man. I'll, I'll stand by. I love, <laughs> love being on standby. has never happened. <laughs> Steele was a drawing class, and 
you know, we get all set up on our easels, and I'm so excited, and he's like, okay, the model's here, and out walks a naked man. <laughs> and I was 18 years old, and it just was like stunned silence. So I was telling Anne this story one day. Wait, no one prepped you for this? No! They're just like, like, they were like nude male. No, fluorescent, fluorescent lights. Like You're expecting like a twenty of us. And yeah, like are you, you gonna put some fruit up there for us? Or what, uh, whatever. Kind of did, so in walks this guy. <laughs> I kind of. <laughs> so I was telling Anne this story not too long ago. And I said, seriously, I think it's the first time I saw a blank a banana in the daylight. <laughs> it's the first time I saw lemons and bananas in the daylight. Yes. If you will. It's a true story. I was so shocked. How the drawing turned out. Curly's crying. The drawing turned out. I blurred out some parts. Did you show Glenn that one? No. Oh, did your dad? Yeah, no, kept it kept it in the secret portfolio. Oh, Curly might have to step out for a moment. Curly's almost crying. Is it disrespectful that Ben Steele was a great American, survived the Bataan Death March, and this is the story we tell? He was a lovely, wonderful yes. person. I also took oil painting and watercolors, and anything he offered, I taught. I you can't, especially say after that class. <laughs> she signed up for all of his stuff. That after was that the one. only one. Um, it was it was fascinating though because he had quite a, I mean, he paid his models really well, and we saw some very interesting people <laughs> who are willing to do nude modeling for an art class. <laughs> so you did other nude? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, she signed uh, up for lots of classes. It's <laughs> <laughs> her favorite teacher. So she was a teacher for many years. I was. I was. <laughs> so prior to being a realtor. <laughs> what was your favorite age of kids to have in class? Um, weirdly, middle school. Yeah. Oh, oh they're and just so weird and okay. out of their bodies, and uh -huh. they're but they're so earnest and sincere, and yeah. they're very gangly <laughs> at that age and stinky, and oh, they're just so yeah, it's a whole thing. They're they're hilarious though. Um, I actually taught middle school early on in my career, and I didn't like it. And then I taught high school, and I loved high school kids. But then at the end of my career, I went back to middle school, and I think having more experience and more patience, and I, I loved it. So kindergarten wasn't for you? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, all they want to do is touch you. I can't be touched like that. Yeah. They do. Yeah, oh, so much. Big touch. hugs, big hugs. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> Will that sound real good on that? Yeah, for everybody not visually seeing this. Yeah, I think we all know what Julie just did. I don't yeah. need to describe it. <laughs> Let's talk about what you are up to right now in the community. Oh, Two boy. big things that I know of and maybe more. Okay. So Julie's nervous today for the first <laughs> time in her life. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Um, do you want me to talk about One Hundred Strong? Yeah, first? Wait, that's beautiful. Okay. Yes. So One Hundred Strong is a is a little giving circle that I founded about six years ago, and um, we just it's a group of women who pay a hundred dollars a quarter. And we get together each quarter and give away whatever money we have to nonprofits that help support women and children in our community. And as of our last meeting, we've given over $180,000 to the community. That's amazing. That is so awesome. It's, it's so, so cool. And I think the coolest thing about 100 Strong is everything is a capital project. So it's something tangible that, like, once you grow up and you're showing your kids around buildings, because that's... 
a terrible description of what I'm going to do when I'm older. <laughs> yeah. but let's say you're on a walk and you see a park bench or whatever. Right. I mean, there's yeah. there's a plaque. We and, hope build a playground. Yeah, we hope build a playground. Or you take your kids to Rose Park and they can see yeah. this incredible playground that we helped create that's or, completely accessible to all kids, yeah. um, wheelchairs and everything, and, and awesome. we were part of that. Or so. like there's the van that delivers diapers to yeah. moms and, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Yep. I think and it's so Julie because it's positive, constructive, and it's, it's a get-together with a little bit of drinking and laughing. <laughs> yeah. And some levity, having a good mm-hmm. time. That's yeah. really cool. A lot of nonprofits are so worthwhile and so damn boring that mm-hmm. you're in a meeting just praying that the building will light on fire or something. <laughs> yeah. her, you know? She was super <laughs> thoughtful in her planning of this. Like, no meeting is longer than what, hour an hour and a half. We're we had one go an hour and... 45 minutes, and she's like, whew, that was too yeah, long. we got to get going. Oh, well, that's yeah. right, because each each uh, nonprofit has a presentation, right? Yeah, Do they get exactly. 10 or 15 minutes or something? Um, I tell them 5 to 7, so they generally take 10 to 15. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wise. <laughs> but I know how that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it, it really the idea came from, you know, young people who want to be philanthropic but can't afford to buy a ticket to black tie ju- blue jeans for $125 and then bid on something for thousands and compete with the people. Plus those are like three hours long and it's, you're so captive. And so it was, how can we respect um, women's time in the best way that we can and make the most of their investment and have them see an immediate return because we vote right there at the meeting. So they know that night who's going to get the award and it, and it's, it's just quick and you know, you did a great thing and you go on with your life. So the winners almost always cry and thank you and the losers bitch? <laughs> no, no. Um, actually, yeah, honest, the ones that don't get chosen often join. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or they'll reapply, or they which reapply. is super cool, yeah. too. Or what can yeah. we do? Can we present again sometime? Yeah. 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 I, give, I give lots of feedback about what they could do differently, yeah. and we encourage them to try mm-hmm. again. And We've had a, several people apply a couple times and maybe not get it the first couple, but yeah, they just they kind of hone their skills and... It's almost kind of fun for the people that are there when they see someone that comes three times. They're like, wow, they are not giving up. Like, they yeah. love this project, exactly. and we do, too. Yes. Like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. That's really cool. And yeah. really, it's only just over a dollar a day, so everybody yeah. listening should join. 100strongbillings.com. Yeah. Love it. That's super. Yes. It's for women, but we'll take men's money, too. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I've supported some women who want to support the cause. Yes, you very have. Very proudly. Yes. yes We're very grateful for that. I'm happy to get to do that, but. All right, so well, there's another big project that you're right in the middle of. Yeah. This would be a good thing to talk about, too. Yeah, oh, so yeah. in November, mm-hmm. there will be an initiative on the ballot for a comprehensive parks, trails, and multi-generational recreation center for Billings. And it's a big ask. It's $143 million. It's, it's one of the biggest that Billings has ever been asked to do. But several things are happening there. Um, I'm co-chairing the campaign to educate the public on what all this entails, because it really is a big, big project, and there's something in every single neighborhood in Billings, so it's completely spread out around the community, so it's not just like, oh, we're, we're building Castle Rock Park, or we're building Colson Park, it's something for every single neighborhood, um, and it, they are amenities that we really need in our community to be able to attract people here, to keep our young people here, um, you know, that's, it's just what you need to do for your community. It's, it's a, in my opinion, a once-in-a-generation opportunity to really make an impact and, and make Billings better. Um, so right now, the economic impact to taxpayers, which is what people are most worried about, and I, I absolutely understand, mm-hmm. it comes out to about $50 per year 
per $100,000 value of your home. So if you're in a, a, you know, a medium home, say you're right around $300,000, that means you're paying an extra $150 per year, which comes out to be, you know, 12-ish dollars a month. Yeah. Right. So people are, are very nervous about this, and I think if we can break it down like that and make them understand that it's, you know, it's the equivalent of chicken strips at the red door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make it... Right. Yep. Applicable to Carly. <laughs> chicken strips are my favorite. I know they are. I know they are. Speaking your I language. I would give them up if I could be just her. one just time. Just the one just time. One time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Couldn't one time have picked a better person to help educate people too. Honestly, I I think you're so fabulous at it. But like you said, you were talking to someone the other day that's like, I can't afford another hundred and fifty dollars a month. You're like, what? Are where are you getting your information? Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what happens. But that's the purpose of this campaign is just to go out and talk to people and say, you know, we understand you. Yep. You just got notices that your property taxes are going to go up. Those notices aren't accurate. It's probably not going to play out to be that number. Um, this is where we are right now with this campaign. But one of the good things that we're doing is we've committed to raising $6 million in private donations and $6 million in grants that will help defray some of that cost. Mm -hmm. So likely it won't be as much as $50 per 100000 because we want to help the taxpayers and show them that Billings businesses and community members are committed enough that we are putting our own money into this that's to help awesome. make it happen. Julie and her husband are putting significant amount of money in. That's we a, are. That's a good leadership thing to do for sure. Thank I love you. that. Yeah, really it's, it, we just really, we so deeply believe in it that that's, that's what we're doing. It's crazy to think that like Billings, what did they say, is like two behind. We yeah. have zero for a multi-purpose recreational centers. Right. Uh, and yeah. for a city this size, we should have two of them. We should have least. three. We three. should be building our third. It, wow. For a, for a city our size, we should be building our third. We have an unbelievable demand for ice time, don't we? Unbelievable. And swimming. Um, well, you, you know, can see our, why the swim moms are so angry. The swim moms are, are a whole movement. They're, <laughs> they're fun to watch in action. Uh, yes. So the rec center, just for informational purposes, will have two sheets of ice, a 50-meter pool, which there is not one in the region. There's not one in Montana, but there's also not one in the region. Yeah. Um, eight full-size basketball courts that can be converted to smaller youth courts. It'll have a leisure pool. It'll have locker rooms. There will be a party room, um, conference space, a running track, a workout space. So it you know, really is something for everyone. And the great thing about it is our parks and rec programs will be able to utilize that space for their programming. So they can do oh, yeah. after school stuff. Camps. They can do, yes, camps. Summer camps, and yeah. All these things that they can't, they're, they're like trying to find churches with small gyms and things to do these mm -hmm. in, and they can't. They don't have enough space, so this yeah. will provide that space. Oh, it's going to be the coolest thing ever because everyone's going to vote for it. I hope so. And the other thing is um, the, the economic benefit to our community. I mean, the, the tourism that it will drive and the business growth that it will drive it, you almost can't quantify it because we'll draw in tournaments and we'll draw right. in yeah. swim meets and you know it's just it's a whole um, economic pathway that we don't don't currently have in our community. I love it. Billings is such a hub, regional hub, really unique thing. You guys probably know this. We're six hundred miles from any metro area larger than ourselves. Yeah. Which is really unusual for yeah. a town this size. Yeah. What I love about it is it's not just the rec center. It's so much. It's like all these parks that have just sat undeveloped for so long are finally getting developed. And yes. so everybody in every community is somewhat going to be touched by it, not just this rec center, which is huge for us, but yeah. also like getting a park in your neighborhood finally finished. Right. It's just sat and been grass for how long? And now it actually yeah. gets to Community be gardens. <laughs> Great for FFA. Great. I'm just yes. trying to bring it back yes. to that. Yes. Bring it back. I always go back to FFA. Yep. And one of my favorite.
favorite parts is the stagecoach trail, which right now they're redeveloping that trail along the rims, which is awesome. Oh, but yeah. this will connect that trail down to the valley. So people will be able to bike and run all the way wow. down, you know, up and down, rather than having to bike up Zimmerman. I mean, you, you all have been behind a bike going up Zimmerman. You just prayed for them. Why? Who would, first of all, who would do that? But yeah. this will make it much, much better. And Where does that go to? Is that... Um, it'll come down near Zimmerman, oh. the way I understand it, and, and connect down with Rimrock, where there already are trails that are there. Um, okay. we, we will have a website eventually, we're, we're working on it, we're maybe a week or so away, where there will be an interactive map, so you can just hover over the oh. different parts, and it'll show you, and the different oh, trails, cool. and it'll oh, show that's you awesome. what's happening. Casey can build that for you. I know she, she can. I know she can. Just cranked it up. <laughs> I know. So that takes no time at all. Uh-huh. So yeah. Toad's got it. I don't, you don't want to know how much we're paying somebody to do this for us. <laughs> oh my God. I do not. I do not. Um, I have two things to circle back to. All right. What do you think goes through people's minds when they're like, I'm going to ride my bike up Zimmerman Trail today? Up Zimmerman or down Zimmerman? Sure. Either. 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 Well, down is kind of fun. You like live on the edge. But fun? It's like... Fatalistic. Right. Well, I mean, I've done it a couple God times. It's like, it, yeah, it's a little thrilling. Have you yeah. done it? Oh, yeah. Huh? Don't ever do that Are you again. insane? <laughs> I mean, I was like it? in college, but yeah, oh, yeah. It's fun. Oh, college. There's like a group of like four of us that um, rode down Zimmerman. I'm sure it was stupid. Well, how did yeah, you get up there? Uh, we, hmm. Someone I dropped think, them off. It's like there, I think a friend of, <laughs> I think a friend of ours dropped us off. We did not go back up because right. I'm not stupid because going back up that is way worse than going For down sure. it. Oh my gosh, that's, yeah, no, that's not. Okay, cool. Swim moms crazier or hockey moms? Ooh. (laughs) I don't, don't use the word crazy. Crazy is not right. I I apologize. Deeply, emotionally connected to their project. Okay. Um, I I would think swim moms kind of have it on hockey moms. Uh Love it. They're both awesome groups of people to watch. Dance moms? Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a lot of experience in that realm. Yeah. I raise boys. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. <laughs> passionate. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get any, like, flack from the hockey moms that they're not as, as passionate? passionate? <laughs> no. I don't think I, so I, either. I so okay. far, we only have seven listeners. I think that's why she's Yeah, oh, so. I, think, I think we're safe <laughs> so far. Yeah. When this goes viral, things could change. Yeah. So, but pre-apologies, everybody. Pre-apologies. <laughs> Shout out to the swim and hockey balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron over at the Red Door will be happy that they got a cameo. That's yeah. Great. We did. Um, I didn't know they had this uh, customer appreciation party. Lucas and I did comedy over there. It's, it's like walking in a room where all the people who are always at the red door are there. Except, I'm like, I didn't get invited to this. I go there for lunch two or three times. It's right next door to our office. I go there for lunch all the time. We do cover like every four or five times a week. All you people, you have a problem. Like, <laughs> what does it take to get invited to this? No, <laughs> like, if you don't kidding. show up, do they do a welfare check at your house? Right. <laughs> Casino goers. Mm. They're the crowd that... But those retired teachers that always hang yes. in yeah. there, yeah. they're in there most every day. Too. Every day. They've got some loyal following at that place. Yes, they do. Yes, they they had to quit their last uh, bar where they were frequently because the bar let somebody else sit at their table one afternoon. <laughs> and they're like, we are out. We're never coming back. Wow, finicky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds <laughs> like a swim mom to me. <laughs> <laughs> retired teacher. <laughs> Watch me become a swim mom. They take their recreation very seriously. I love it. Uh-huh. Don't we all? Yes. We'll talk about one real estate thing. I wanted to share a. What do we call this? Cracking up again. Edit this, please. Little known opinion. Right. We're going to talk about real estate just a little bit. A little known opinion that I wanted to pass along. 
people buying and selling houses, there's usually a home inspection done. And what I think people don't understand is that for a seller, it makes a lot of sense to do a pre-inspection, hire your own inspector, and then you know what needs to be dealt with. And uh, some of the things that you are likely going to have to do to get your home sold, if you do originally, it creates a better impression. So for example, the deck's unsafe. You put a new deck on, put the new deck on, raise the price a little bit, get your value out of that. Just allows you to plan much better. And then a buyer really should get their own inspection anyway. Um, sometimes you'll have a fall-through situation where one party paid for an inspection, you have it on file, um, it's been disclosed to the new buyer, and they say, oh, we can save $500 and not get our own inspection. And you can, but that inspector doesn't have any liability toward you or any accountability at all. And if you give one inspection to another inspector, man, they will do their <laughs> darndest to find things that the first Absolutely. one did. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, just, this just happened to me this last week, and I bet there were 15 items probably six to $8,000 worth of items. Wow. The first inspector missed. Oh, wow. Found. And that's another point, I guess. There's a difference in quality of inspectors, yeah. just like there is with most professions. Oh, for yeah. sure. And I feel like it's like more and more common that agents aren't necessarily prepping their clients the way that we should. You know, inspectors, that's their job. They're there to find things in the house. Yes. And, mm -hmm. you know, if they give you a laundry <laughs> list of things as a buyer, it's good. It's good information to know as you're going into a home, whether you ask for everything to get fixed or not. I think it's right. it's always good information to have so you know what to fix in the future. Yeah. Well, and for sellers, the inspection is the most emotional part of oh, the man. whole transaction. And I get it. Proud. You take it so personally yeah. that somebody comes in and says, this is all wrong with your house. So if you, if you already know, then that takes the personal right. side out of it. If you seek out the information rather than somebody giving it to you, mm -hmm. it, it's a lot easier to handle. Totally. 100%. I remember when we sold our most recent house, I'm like numb to it. I, you know, we see yeah. this stuff every single day. It's all good. My poor husband's like, what, they called out what? And I'm just like, this is how this works. Yeah, like, it's going to okay. be okay. It's but like, right. when you don't see it every day, which of course none of our clients see it every day, it's, yeah. it's definitely more emotional. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. That's why agents need to move all the time so they remember. That's right. <laughs> Boy, it's good to move so you have that empathy. Yeah. yeah. What a huge pain in the ass oh it is. Gosh. Really. Yeah. And isn't buying a house a hundred times more fun than selling a house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Personally, yes. Looking through houses, but actually looking for yourself. I mean, we all look through houses every day, but, like, looking for yourself is all of a sudden exciting. You're like, Absolutely. oh, this is so much, yeah. Right. Yeah, it definitely changes it. That's why I move all the time. <laughs> Are you going to move again? It's about no. time. Okay. Yeah, it's about, it is about time. You guys have been there for what? It's not going to happen. Two years. <laughs> no, um, my husband requested to be buried in the backyard. Oh. So we won't be moving. Well, that'll be awkward for whoever owns it next. <laughs> <laughs> We can't ever move. We've got way too, way, we've got it too good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to be left alone in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Wave and smile. That's as close as I want to be. That's how I used to be, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll talk to anybody. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah we've got like, a really tight-knit group of 
um, a few young people and a lot of old people, and we love them all. That's cool. They keep a good eye on your house. It's the best security system you can ask for. I bet are you five kidding of our me? seven listeners are looking up this neighborhood right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My last name is not what you think it is. <laughs> that is funny. People who are retired and don't have jobs are a good security system. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. There's a white man parked in front of your house for 12 minutes today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time. I love it. Love it. Should we wrap this up with a just be cool? Who has a just be cool today? What was yours last time? It was so good. Because we can edit this all out now. Can you go listen to it and add it in? (laughs) Just be cool. And when you're turning... Oh, that's right. When you're turning (laughs) into traffic, turning... How does it go? Don't use the... Be cool and don't use the turning lane as a merge lane. Seriously. One of my pet peeves. I definitely did that this week. <laughs> don't, don't do it if you're going to be near anybody and it's going to piss them off. If you see a blue Volvo, I'll don't do use it. the turning lane. As anybody a see I thought for a moment you said Volvo wrong. <laughs> that's a problem. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a good just be cool. And so to preview next week. What do we got next week? Sounds like it might be a surprise. <laughs> we can edit some of this. Lucas Seeley. Yep. Lucas Seeley is a comedian. So we have a lot of dynamic and interesting agents here. And so we started with Julie and then Lucas, and then we'll have some civilians from out of the office come in. Oh, yeah. I could um, do love a good civilian. Nice. Kevin Kraft said he could make it work any time. And I thought this would be a good challenge for the ladies to see if you can make even him interesting. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that, we're going to see if we can make Dave Warsco interesting. Do you want to join us I that day? Yes, I do. Yes, Kevin I Kraft do. is a banker. Funnish guy. <laughs> you almost couldn't get the word fun out of your mouth. Guys, don't you're not too nice to your friends. That's changed in the last 20, 30 years. Yes. When I was young, we all gave each other a horrible bad time. And I do that to my younger friends. Like Cody Sutton, a comedian. Like, wow, I didn't know you could be funny. That, that was the first time I've ever seen you be funny. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I always think you're good. Sarcasm. So anytime oh. Mark gives any of us, well, you don't really give us too much of a hard time, but anytime he does, we just have to make him feel really bad about what he told us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right, should we say sayonara? sayonara? And happy birthday to Mark sayonara. Dawson today! Happy birthday, Mark Dawson! Yeah. That was pretty good, huh? Yeah, and it was 21 minutes. <laughs> just a hoot. So we kind of like tell him, like now we'll do audio, we gotta just tell him like, hey, we say edit this out.